Hugh, you know what I'm going to ask you. Taylor Swift. You got it. Uh, we're on our game this week. I never heard this song, but I do. You never heard this song? No. Come on. I, you know who else I just made mad by saying that? That I've never heard this song. Our next guest. Yes, I've made yes. him pretty upset by How saying How have you never that. heard this one? Ross, I've never heard the song, man. I, I don't listen. I'm like, Taylor Swift is not in rotation. Okay, yeah, Ross. I don't, I don't believe you at all. <laughs> Ross, okay, okay, fine. Give me three Taylor Swift songs that I need to have in my, in, in my rotation right now. Three. Just three. Oh, gosh. There's no <laughs> way I can just do three. Okay, five. Um. <laughs> oh, man. This is something like my daughters will get mad at me if I don't give the right ones. Uh, I love my favorite song is Wildest Dreams. You Kyle, you got it. You got it. I've never heard that one. Uh, Kyle, I, I, it. Look, so I, I, I know you think sometimes I could just snap my fingers, but uh, I cannot snap my fingers in Wildest Dreams by Taylor Smith. Well, I'm just out. saying, Kyle, you, you do everything you. else. Right, so that's <laughs> one. What, what, what else is there? Write uh, these down. Ross, Love Story, well, Cruel Summer, Shake It Off. What do you think? Well, so the one. I've heard Shake It Off. Big of a Shake It Off guy. I mean, I like it, but. So for me, um, I I love we. Sometimes I forget the names of the songs. We are never I, ever getting back together. I think I've heard never, that. Ever ever ever, ever, ever yeah. getting, back, getting together. back together. I was kidding yeah. just a second ago. By the way, guys. Yes, wildest That's dreams. Fluid. Sorry. So good. <laughs> um, I like really love good. story. Love story is a good one. Um, twenty two. You know, twenty two, Hugh. Nope. We gotta go listen to that one. I like how. I like how. Come on, you know, no. No. Dude, come on. This is like maybe one of her most famous. Yeah, this is a big one. Never heard this. I know how bad this makes me look that I've never heard this song, but I have. Well, this is what WIV does. It cultures you. <laughs> it cultures you. <laughs> we get cultured here on WIV, and we also once in a while talk about some football. Ross, let's talk about a team. It, Ross, I don't know how you, you felt the last couple days. I know you do the Ross report, but this has not felt like a playoff week yet, Ross. The Eagles have a playoff game on Monday, but obviously coming off a of Sunday, it just doesn't feel like it right now. No, it doesn't, um, which is why it's funny. You, you know, Joe, I do this like minute thing in the morning, uh, Ross report, just on social media, and I always do it after the game. Guys, I did it at halftime on Sunday because my like setup, my like home studios in my detached garage, and I was like, Mariota's in? First of all, I'm not even going to really watch the second half. I'm going to watch the other game. Secondly, I don't want to come back over here. So I did, and I had nothing. Like, I think you guys know me well enough now. I'm a really happy, uh, uh, like, positive, optimistic, positive person. I had nothing. Like, I, I, ever, after every game, no matter what, I give the good and the bad. I had zero good. Like, I, I, I had nothing good to say. Um, I will say this. And by the way, you were right about a lot of the things, Joe, that you said on the pregame show. Obviously, the stuff you said about sitting the guys. And if you remember, I think, guys, I was the one that said, well, worst case scenario is you play the guys and you end up resting them for the opposite because they're getting their you-know-what's kicked, which is what ended up happening. Maybe that wasn't worst case scenario. I don't know. But um, it was bad. I, I'm back to being optimistic today. It only took me a day. It took me all day yesterday. But... Here's my here's my optimistic lean. They're, they should be getting a lot of guys back for this game, right? I mean, it sounds like Devontae yes. Smith, definitely DeAndre Swift. He was just sick. 
you know, Darius Slay. I think A.J. Brown will be back. I do think that can give them a boost. And I would rather be playing, and Joe, you made this point on the pregame show, I would rather be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers than either Jordan Love and the, and the Green Bay Packers or definitely not Matthew Stafford and the L.A. Rams. So the positivity today for me is the Eagles are getting a lot of their best players back for this game. Fletcher Cox will play, and they should be rest and refreshed and whatever, and they don't play till Monday. And this is the best team they could be playing. And so if they can just go out there Monday night, guys, and run the rock and play well and win the game, then who knows what happens. You know, Then you get a little bit of momentum, then you feel better about yourself, then they'll at least convince themselves at that point that it's a new season, it's a tournament, the way the season ended, that wasn't them, it doesn't matter, all that stuff. But they really got to get off to a good start against the Bucks on Monday night. Agreed, Ross, I agree with you on that. It's the best matchup they could possibly have gotten. On the line with us, Odyssey NFL insider Ross Tucker. Insider calls are brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin too. All right, Ross, we'll get back to the Eagles stuff in a second, but breaking NFL news, want to get your take on it as it happens. Mike Vrabel out in Tennessee. Looks like they fired him, which surprised me a little bit. Um, do you think that could be the Belichick replacement in New England? It's possible. You know, I'd had a couple people say to me that they thought it would be Gerard Mayo. Uh, you know, the the linebacker, young guy that, you know, had a lot of offers last year, had a lot of interviews last year, but he turned down a lot of the interviews I don't know what title or money Robert Kraft gave him, but Mayo was a sought-after guy last year. I don't even know if he interviewed anywhere. He kind of did one of those, yeah, I'm not ready, I'm not going to go. So because of that, there's a belief among people that, you know, up in New England or maybe that know Mayo or played with him that he's got a pretty good chance. But what I would say to you, Joe, is I think now Robert Kraft has options. Because there were reports out there that Vrabel would be interested in going to New England. And just just as, as a reminder, right? Everything you guys hear about any of these coaches and the teams that have interest, it's coming from their agents because they're either trying to get their client a job or they're trying to get their client more money. Like I laugh when I see these reports about, you know, Jim Harbaugh loves it at Michigan. But, you know, if you can persuade them, these teams, everybody that knows Jim Harbaugh knows he desperately wants to go back to the NFL. Literally everybody. Mm. I have not talked to one person that thinks there's any chance Jim Harbaugh stays at Michigan because of the NCAA stuff and the recruiting, and he looks at himself as an NFL guy. Like, he's definitely going to the NFL. You know, Ross, when you when you look at some of these potential jobs that are that are going to come open, let's say if Ross Tucker, somebody called Ross and say, "Hey, Ross, like you could have one of these jobs. What job is Ross taking, and why?" Yeah, so that's that's interesting, right? Because I think for a lot of people, sort of the initial reaction would be the Chargers, and I can see that uh, for a lot of different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, biggest one is you have Justin Herbert, you have some other good players. The issue there is for all these jobs, you really got to dive into it because the Chargers, the only team paying two edge guys well over $20 million a year, they're the only team paying two receivers way over $20 million a year. And this, by the way, this is what I would do. 
if I was a GM like Tom Telesco, if you guys look, they went all in for this year. Like they're in a situation where Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, these guys all have cap numbers of like in the 30-some million dollars each next year. The Chargers are way over the cap. I'd probably still go there because of Justin Herbert, and that's the most important thing. Look at the guys that have gotten fired, right? Like Ron Rivera in Washington, he never had a top 20 quarterback there. Arthur Smith in Atlanta, he never had a top 20 quarterback there the last three years. If you don't have a top 20 quarterback, you don't have much of a shot. So I'd probably go there because the other ones, Carolina, eh, not so sure about Bryce Young or the aforementioned Atlanta or even the Raiders. Like, who's the quarterback there? Aiden O'Connell? So probably the Chargers. But, you know, there's money factors. There's a lot of stuff that factor into it. The belief is that the Spanos family is not, they do not want to spend as much money on coaches as other organizations like Tepper in Carolina or Harris in Washington will. Ross, um, when, Monday when the Eagles line up, and you and I think both I think believe they have a chance to win this game. They're favored in the game by about three points right now. But let's go the other way. Let's say it doesn't go well. They lose. It looks like it has the last six or seven weeks. Ross, do you believe Nick Sirianni could be on the hot seat if this thing goes the wrong way? And I know he's had three years, three playoff trips, but there has been times in the past NFL history it's happened. John Fox, you know, after a Super Bowl with the Broncos, next year they lose in the playoffs, he's out. They put Kubiak in and they win. Do you think the Eagles could be a surprise coaching situation, or do you believe Sirianni's safe no matter how this ends? I'm not going to say Sirianni's safe no matter how this ends. Because if they get blown out on Monday night, Monday night game, standalone game, playoff game, that'll be a really bitter pill. And so I think the question that Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman will have to ask themselves, because I feel like, especially if they get blown out, I feel like at a minimum, they probably have new offensive and defensive coordinators. I mean, defensive coordinator for sure. Offensive coordinator, I don't know. That might be one where Sirianni would take back the play calling or whatever. But I think what's interesting there is that I think Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman have to ask themselves, are we better off letting Sirianni pick two new coordinators again after he did it last year and it didn't go well? Or are we better off getting a guy that can be the head coach and play caller Mm. like you've seen in Green Bay, in the Rams, Kyle Shanahan with the Niners. Because my concern is, if I'm Jeffrey Lurie, is if you do bring in new OC and DC and you trust Sirianni to make those hires, if it goes well, aren't you going to probably be in this situation again when like like how when Steichen and Gannon got got taken away, yeah, tough to have continuity that way. It's, it's really it's it's a it's a it, it's a really strange thing because if you hire if you keep Sirianni and he hires the two new coordinators on some level, it's really interesting, right? Because it's like if it goes poorly, well then that's bad, and Sirianni will be fired, and somebody else come in. If it goes well, well then those guys, or at least one of them, will probably get a head coaching job, and then you're back to. The drawing board again, he has to get a new guy for a third straight year. It's a really weird situation the way that you have to kind of look ahead with the different 
ways it could work out. It is, and it's one they're going to have to think about. We'll be watching it on Monday. Ross, last one for you. Wild, super wild card weekend, excuse me. Other than the Eagles game, Ross, which game is the most intriguing to you this weekend? Uh, well, actually, um, I got a doubleheader weekend. Ooh, fellas. what do you got? I'm looking forward to it. So Saturday night, I am in the booth, thank goodness, with Kevin Harlan for the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Ooh, it's that's an awesome to, game. That's, that's going to be like matchup. two degrees, huh? It's supposed to be like negative 10 Oh, uh, wind chill. So my boss said to me, I knew I was going to be on the in the booth for one game and on sideline for one game for Westwood One, and the games are here on WIP. He said Kansas City. I was like, oh, my gosh. Stop <laughs> thinking negative, Teddy. He's like, you're in the booth. And that's one of the only stadiums, by the way, a little inside football here, where the radio booth, the window does not open up. So I'll be like toasty warm <laughs> with Kevin Harlan, which will be amazing. Then Sunday morning, First flight in the morning to Detroit. Fellas, I'm on the sideline for the first home playoff game in Detroit. Oh, that's going to be bananas. Rams, Lions. Last time I checked, the cheapest ticket was $858. It's the highest priced wild card game ticket of all time. And they're going to be paying me to be on the sideline. That game's going to be sweet because Stafford, the the corners for the Lions are not good. So Stafford's going to be slinging all over the place to Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup. Like that's going to be an awesome game. So I would say that one, Joe. I, I would say it's hard to go against Rams and Lions. I'm a little bit nervous about the Dolphins Saturday night. They are very beat up. They just played Sunday night. Now they got to play Saturday against a Chiefs team that's rested. And the guys from the South, I know that some of those guys are from the North, but all they've known the whole season is like, right now in Miami, it's probably like 70 degrees. They're going to be in negative 10. They better get off to a good start or you'll see guys real quick that will not be enjoying themselves Saturday night in Kansas City. Yeah, they'll try to get up to that booth with you with Kevin Harlan. Ross, we'll (laughs) we'll be listening and enjoy the great weekend of football, and, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, Ross.